This is Infection, the Survival Podcast, recorded live on Tuesday, June 29th, 2021, episode 337. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to another episode of Infection, the Survival Podcast. Infection is your source for the latest information on survival video games. My name is Nick Craig. You can visit my website, nickcraig.com, if you want to listen to some of my political antics. You can follow me on various social media platforms as well. You can find those links at nickcraig.net.com and .net. I've got both. And, of course, the most important website on the internet is Infection podcast.com joining me as he does each and every week from the hot i uh, presumably hot state Ugh, of uh yeah. idaho in the uh, i've got like another cons- shade darker <laughs> are you considered pacific so northwest or you're not yeah we're hot? in the pacific northwest okay yeah. very hot in the pacific northwest hello brian how are you i'm good it's been yeah it's like a hundred and something degrees today it's been a hundred something mm. degrees yesterday it's pretty much a week of a hundred plus degrees and uh, uh, Gore was so right. we've been trying to get in the water. Yeah, it was, it's been crazy, <laughs> but we, right. uh, right. we've been going out. Yeah, I, I know that warming is just, <laughs> of course that global cooling during the winter just sucks. Um, but yeah, we went going, going out to the pool. We've been going out to the lake or we went out to the lake and, uh, we're talking a little bit about that in the pre-show, but it's been a lot of fun. It's been really yes, nice. Sir. Uh, first, let me uh, go ahead and give my details away. You can get me at Brian Aldridge on Gab or Parlor, or if you want to uh, go to my blog, biteoftech.com, you're welcome to do that. Uh, but if you go to our website, Nick mentioned infectionpodcast.com, the right-hand side, you see where you can join our server on Discord. Uh, that's one way that if you want to submit news topics, something you think we should be covering that we're not, uh, you can do that through there. Uh, we also have the Steam group, which when Steam's working, it'll send a notification if you have it open. And then uh, we have video forms of the podcast that you can do. Uh, we do have a pre and po- uh, the pre and post show that some of those have been recorded and put on a channel by Judd. And so if you go to that podcast extras link, you can check that out. But we also have uh, YouTube, Twitch, BitChute, and DLive, which we do live uh, on most of those and after the fact. And then we have the lower right-hand side, all the different ways you can listen, uh, whether it's through web page or through uh, an app anything like that uh, you can click on a particular one and set it up and then if you want to follow along while you listen you just uh, have to go to the particular episode you're going to be viewing and uh, or listening to and you can you can watch it right there in the player or you can listen to it there and then there's links for every single topic that we'll be discussing uh, and so if you're interested in that just jump onto our website also you can go and support us through infectionpodcast.com uh, forward slash support or there's Amazon.infectionpodcast.com, humble.infectionpodcast.com. Um, we got our, uh, what's it? I'm trying to remember. What's, what's the other one? I had it usually. Just subscribe star. Yes, that that you can nobody do. Nobody has signed up for thankfully, because I didn't really want to use it, but I, I made it available <laughs> anyway. So Hey, it's there if someone wants to. And then there's the Prime is. Gaming subs as well. Yes. I uh, don't think we've got any offline subs, um, so we're good to go on that front. Uh, just a note, because yes. I got a bunch of messages today. We are not going to PAX West. I know tickets went on sale today. We're not going. Um, we, as a group, decided it Dingo, was just boom, not shaka, laka. going. Um, yeah. Thank you, Jay. Is it Jan? John Deman? John Deman? Maybe John Deman. Jay and a man? Jay and a man. It could be Don't one know. or the other. Nevertheless, thank you very much for your <laughs> subscription here on Twitch. It is greatly appreciated. Uh, we are not going to PAX West. Brian, I did get a message from one of our longtime listeners of the program. Yes. 
His name is Tag Durante, Tag Durante, Tag, as I call him, because I'm incompetent. Tag Durante, yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> and he sent me a message and said, any details yet on the Vegas trip? We need to solidify that. So okay. I'm going to say right now, I'm going to say this right now. By next week's program, Brian and I will chat with the group, and we will come up with a plan. Is that, does that sound okay. yes. good? Yeah, okay. because uh, we've been starting to nail down other things towards the end of summer. Uh, and so I think this is the perfect time to nail nail that we so down. For everybody w- waiting and, and waiting with bated breath, uh, we will next week have dates and a plan. We we're, what we're going to do, and uh, by, I will I'll say this for the record: we're not spending any of the infection podcast pucks to go to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Let me let me say that let me say that up front. We're not. Uh, we're just doing a um, just kind of a trip because I like and I enjoy seeing Brian. Haven't seen him now and. It'll be so, two years. Yeah, two years. Uh, I haven't now. seen Sean in two years. I haven't seen Lance in two years. A green man, I don't think will be able to travel because he's yeah. locked in his house. Um, but seeing those guys. And that's plus, another reason is that there's people that would come visit with us that can't because they're not allowed to travel. There's just so many things. We also discussed the fact that most likely the big ones aren't going to be there. It's going to be m- most of the big names probably won't be there. There's a reason I, I noticed today they did not list the, uh, the they did not uh, publish the list of people that are going to be there, the companies that are going to be there. I think they want to get people signed up and all the press passes and everything out there before doing it. Uh, because when you go, uh, if you look at, uh, did, oh, they, maybe they removed the page, but there was a place where they had. Yeah, check back list for schedule. They have a place to check back for because I was trying to look up what booths are going to be there. Um, yeah, the Expo Hall right there. Are still click- for sale? Wow, you can still buy tickets. That's crazy. Normally, so the, these things sell out It used out to be instantly. they would sell out immediately. Could, and now buy, this kind of tells you what the attendance is going to be like, too. Could I buy so, And I think that wow, they probably I have buy these people. right now. That's crazy. I bet you that uh, there are companies waiting to see what the sales are like first before they commit. Wow. I can't believe that these tickets are still available. That's these, no. these tickets went on sales seven hours ago, just after new yeah. Eastern, they went on sale. So, well, yeah. makes so, sense uh, next year. Uh, everything should be as far as those are concerned, con- uh, conventions back to normal. Oh, actually uh, they've released and- their health and safety rules. Oh, um, this will be interesting. Drugs are bad. Don't steal. Don't punch or kick people. No cheating. Don't harass others. Booth babes. Cosplay. Are they, do they not allow it booth babes it, still? It doesn't say anything about... I don't see anything about COVID. Uh, this is just their regular safety rules yeah. from years past. They still don't have um, their other... Just reading. No, they still don't have their other... Uh, because that was our big concern is in their email they said, well, the health, the, 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 the policies are going to be released at a later date. And, you know, well, unfortunately, and especially if they're going to make us wear a mask and try to do interviews in a mask, then yeah, trying to happen. record that. I just just forget it. You know, it's the only places hot. are going to be doing interviews are that are ones that have maybe a glass panel that they stand behind or something yeah. to too you hot. Can't, you can't get the recording too congested. And frankly, probably just not fr- honestly, just not worth the bullshit, frankly. So I think there's not going to be a lot of people that normally would travel there. It's going to be a lot of local local people. And there's a lot of weird local people. It's just not going to be the same. The fact that tickets are still for sale, I would I would tend to agree with that. And and the good and another point to mention is 
this will pretty much be only people from the United States because domestic travel yeah. for lots of countries is still not allowed. So yep. very, very select. It's going to be a very different, different kind of year. It'll be a good year because here's the thing. If we went, we'd spend probably more than we would in years past and probably get mm-hmm. a s- severely subpar show. Um, yeah. So I think I looked after the show last week. We've got a significant amount of money in our PayPal account. Um, yep. And obviously and we get to where we can definitely we'll pay. You know, once we get to a convention, we'll be able to pay for the, the lodging. Everything is ready. Like if we have the money yes. to do it. We just need oh, a we good do. convention. To do, yes. to do it. So uh, next year, PAX 2022, we are going to be able to go balls to the wall in terms of um, being able to, we'll be able to probably purchase some equipment. We'll have a because of all these Twitch Prime subs and stuff that have been building up for the better part of, you know, two years now, um, plus another year on top of it, uh, we'll have a, we'll have a really good show next year. So unfortunately, no PAX this year, but we will do a Vegas trip, just yep. kind of a hangout and uh, everybody's invited to that. We'll have the details next week on that all right yep. um about 10 minutes into the program uh john mcafee didn't kill himself brian what happened <laughs> i know this kind of caught me by surprise because he said that he he said no. i will not commit suicide and okay. that was pretty much what he said yeah but here's the thing let me tell you a little bit about john mcafee's life this is what john mcafee mm-hmm. was doing prior to him being in this spanish prison he was going yep. around on his yacht with hot babes from instagram probably doing lines of cocaine and just being a degenerate and i would guess and he was in his 70s i would guess getting locked up in a u.s federal prison for the rest of your life probably worth at that point probably offing yourself it seems to me that's what i would do if you went if you went from living a life of literal hookers and blow in, in yep. foreign lands to sitting in a federal prison for tax evasion and whatever else the uh, federal U.S. federal government was charging him with. Sounds about no. sounds about right. No. Well, and who knows? I mean, this is he's in a Barcelona prison. Um, Extradition eminent. Yep. I mean, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of factors to this. And he was just a flamboyant guy. He would he would he would say, I, you know, I wouldn't I'm not going to kill myself as more of an inflammatory statement. Yeah, no, because he was him. actually worried about someone killing him. So I, I just think that this is the end of, of a kind of a sad story for him. I mean, if you watched, I've watched videos of him and a lot of interviews. Oh, he's all yeah, over. He the place. pretty much he yeah when he was down there living with a bunch of prostitutes. You know, I mean, <laughs> there are actual prostitutes yes. down there that were his girlfriends. He'd have like seven or eight girls that lived with him at all times. Um, he, and he was just doing crazy, crazy amounts of drugs. And yeah, I think he moved down there. So he just jugs, jugs were much cheaper. It's much harder to get it. And plus, you know, you're outside of the law. It's just kind of a crazy guy. It makes you, aren't you, aren't you glad you bought your McAfee antivirus back in the day to fuel that lifestyle? Yeah. But, nothing wrong with that. Yep. Here so we go. So the, uh, he's, uh, the end of an he's icon dead. There will sure. be no more. Yeah. Uh, it'll be it's interesting through the years you've, you know, you've got another one of these where there's names that pop up and it's like, that's one of those things that happen in history that only someone in your generation understands. Cause there's things that happened like in the nineties for me, that was kind of my young, you know, ages that I remember very specific things happening that your average person, you know, my age and younger, I'll be like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm like, don't you remember this thing that happened? I'm no clue. <laughs> and so that this is one of those things. Remember when John McAfee, uh die, you know commit suicide uh who yeah it'll well, happen I'll, someday, yeah. i promise absolutely so uh 
Sad news there, but if I had to guess, the uh, at 75 years old, the thought of being extradited and spending the rest of his life in U.S. federal prison was probably enough to... I have a feeling he probably would have been dead in a couple of years anyways, you know, inside the prison. So, so yeah. So, uh, sad news, but uh, not surprising news that uh, the, the madman himself, literally madman, I guess we won't find him on any more weird internet podcasts that he liked. Uh, uh, this guy was on the weirdest, <laughs> like, crazy, alt-left, alt-right political shows on the we should have invited him we should have invited him and i so there was okay i have a quick story this is not my story but there was this these group of guys they're famous and i I don't remember who they are but they're famous now i think it was maybe uh tom green okay i think Mm -hmm. he 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 invited um bill cosby for an interview acting like he was a big interviewer that they were going to put him up in lodging bill cosby shows up and it's like these high school kids that pick him up from the airport And then they take him and Bill Cosby, I guess, was really cool about it, you know, and did the interview and everything. But they were like, we totally lied and act like this was a big interview. Uh, And it was just, you know, they came and did a little show for him or whatever, you know, like his Tom Green show back when he was young. So, Hmm. yeah, (laughs) guns and every McAfee living his best life. No, quite. Yeah. And definitely a weirdo. But uh, no, no question about it. Definitely changed the uh, landscape of technology with uh you know, even uh, who's 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 the who's take some of those one? people that think outside the box like that to make Ted, changes. Ted Norton that created Norton. Uh, Tom, is it Tom? Tom, 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 Tom whatever it is. Tom, he even was, said, you know, because McAfee was out before Norton was not antivirus. Originally, it was something else like Norton Super Tools or something like that. And then after uh, McAfee antivirus blew up, Norton added that to their software. And it's John. I, John. John, Peter Norton, John, Peter, Peter, no, Peter John Norton. McAfee and Peter Norton. So those are like yes. the two yes, guys the back two in the day. Pioneers. Yes. So, uh, yeah, Some, yeah semantic antivirus or Norton antivirus and the McAfee antivirus. Yep. So there you go. I don't know. Maybe he was finally, he pulled off his rivalry, you know, that will start a rumor as you know, you never know. PH he finally got his chance job. <laughs> yeah. Probably not. He had to pay somebody job, down in the, Barcelona. I mean, the guy probably just literally, again, you look at the, the rest at 75 you look at the rest of your life in a federal prison yeah I, you know <laughs> I, I, I i i'm not in that position but i would imagine yeah that's a decision you probably could make so rest in peace yeah. so i have another piece of news here and it wasn't got? so magic legends is a game that's shutting down uh it's not magic, i'm not really talking not about magic, magic legends itself well, it's ba- it's part of Magic: The Gathering, okay. but it's it's one of it's a, a game based on that world. Okay. Uh, it's an RG, RPG adaptation of Magic: The Gathering. Now they sh- are shutting it down. What I wanted to point out was the refunding that they're doing. So they're okay. refunding all in-game purchases that happened from the beginning of purchase. The game's. I brand thought that was new. kind of yeah, um, and I thought this was interesting because you know usually you don't get every single penny that you've put into a product back when they shut down i think that you know part of this is they're a bigger company this is uh perfect world is the studio uh or the uh publisher and then also it was partially done through like epic games it was something and so they're giving a hundred percent refund so first of all epic games is agreeing to refund whatever it is a hundred percent or this company's eating that uh and they're and they're giving back you know all the the purchases that anybody did so i thought that was cool. really interesting it's gonna be closing down uh halloween of this year that's a cool practice hopefully uh others follow suit the game never really launched it was still kind of in beta but people were playing yeah it, so i just i like the idea that 
you know, they gave a full refund because there's games that, you know, I put money into and then I went nowhere and it's like, okay, well, that money's gone. Yeah. Um, you know, we have, we have a library of those and here, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> here I thought it was just, it showed a lot of character for them to turn around and give those hundred percent refunds. Cause they were probably in no obligation to, it. it might've been a PR nightmare. Um, but you know, I thought, well, yeah, PHS, they got plenty of money there in China, but I, you know, it, I think that I like the thinking that they were doing behind it. And that was something that just kind of caught my eye. Uh, and I thought I'd mention it because you don't see that happen very often. You know, it's happened here and there with a few games where they give pretty decent refunds or something like that, but you don't see it very often. Uh, um, and yeah, go ahead. Before we go any further, Brian, we were talking about something in the pre-show playing some video yes. games. I, uh, Oh yeah. I almost forgot about it. This is going to be a shock to many of the, the listeners of the infection podcast. Brian, I played a video game this past week, multiple nice. times. I purchased this game back a while ago. Just, didn't mm. feel like playing it. Started playing Doom Eternal. Loved Doom 2016. Mm -hmm. Talked about it when I played it here on the program. Um, but started playing Doom Eternal. I'll tell you what. Damn, that's a great game. Um, so I'm yeah. in the process of playing that right now. Um, looking at Steam. I've got about four hours in it thus far. So not sure exactly how far that is through the campaign. Taking it slow, kind of looking around and, and exploring a little bit, you know, as much as you can in a Doom game, finding all the little secrets. But uh, yeah. Doom Eternal, pretty legit. And they just released a new update uh, today, a major update, update six. So uh, cool stuff from Doom Eternal. Very, very good game. Cool. Well, and I'll have to check it because there's all that Doom stuff is on the Game Pass as well. You uh, need to so play Doom 2016 and Doom Eternal. They're incredible. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I, I haven't played a lot of the recent ones. Um, you know, I got to see, uh, you know, I've, I've seen newer gameplay, but I haven't really played that much of anything new. Okay. And I've seen just the crazy amount of effects and things that they do in it uh, with the guns. And it gives you kind of that feeling of like you're in invincible uh, when you play. All right. So we've been playing some games here too. Uh, I, I don't remember if we told on air, or if I told you after the fact, but we got the switch lights. So we've got two yep. of those. Um, and Tara has been playing breath of the wild. And she's loving it. She's just like playing it constantly. And I've mm -hmm. I've been really busy, so I've gotten to the intro and I've done like the first quest or two. Haven't had much time, but she's been playing that thing nonstop. Like she loves it. Um, thing works good. I mean, I for me, I'm just struggling. I, I'm usually just winding down when I get in bed or something like that. So I'm still getting to the point where I sit down and get enough into a game where I don't feel like I'm trying to have to learn something. I want to get to the point where I get relaxed in the game. So I think I'm, but I play, I've tried playing uh, Fortnite on it. That's pretty rough. Um, it's just difficult. The screen is so small. It's difficult to move around when you're playing against people that aren't on a mobile device. Correct. <laughs> because if, if everybody was on a mobile device, that wouldn't make so much of a difference because you could turn around and, you know, they're having the same difficulties. But you're playing with some people are on PC, some people are on Xbox, uh, PlayStation. It's just, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely difficult to play on that one, but all the other ones I've, it's been pretty good. Um, and she's been enjoying it. The kids have played some games on it. Uh, goat simulator, you know, the little, the youngest one loves it. <laughs> so it, it, they're pretty cool, especially for the price. Um, and then I've also been playing some Diablo. Now it's a Diablo oh. three because I've been looking for a game kind of, I think it's similar to that kind of doom itch that you had where, there's something about Diablo, just the 
the mass amount of just slaughtering and, and then the crazy weapons that you get as upgrades. And it's just, it's like one of those things that just feeds you, you know, it's feeding you loot that just makes you get positive feelings nonstop. Yeah, it's a great, uh, um, uh, what is that? What is the, uh, the dopamine? Yeah, probably great dopamine. Yeah, so. it's, it's it's like they've mastered giving you dopamine effects because you're like, oh, dude, this piece of gear has this much better. Yeah, and then you run this, up this, to a, this, this. a big enemy with a chainsaw chopped in half and all the <laughs> loot pops out and everything. Yeah, it's it's great. Yeah, so so that's the thing. is, is So we've been playing that, and uh, that's been a lot of fun because it's just... Yeah, I'll, now, let's talk really quickly because um, we'll do this little segue to uh, Diablo 2 Resurrected. That this okay. is making me because I'm playing through Diablo three with her because she's not played it. I've played Diablo three all the way through, um, but they're and now from what I can tell, they're revamping Diablo two, which is you know an older game that was released over ten years ago. I think. Oh yeah. I mean, it's been fifteen years, maybe. No, it's been um, longer. Yeah, because Doom so, or uh, it, well, uh, there's Diablo Doom 3, one, which was in the no, nine, I'm, late nineties, right? I'm saying Something sorry, like Diablo three came out probably close to seven or eight years ago at this point. I remember when that came out. Oh, okay, so seven eight years ago. And then Diablo uh, 2 release date was... Oh, so I'm trying to get non... Let's see, Diablo 2 release date was in 2000. So, okay, you know, 20, that's, 21, that's 20, 20, 20, 21 years ago. 21, yeah. coming, coming up on 20 years. You know, it's, it's right I now, so it's June lag. 29th. So we're like right there yeah. on the anniversary yes. of, uh, of when this thing was released. That's crazy. It's today. It was released today, 21 years ago. I was uh, what are the three years old. Just a wee I was living in this house. I probably old, bought this house right about then. You're an old man. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Isn't that sad? Um, <laughs> and anyways, so let's go ahead and let's play that because this is Diablo 2 Resurrected. It's kind of like, and I've been just enjoying the, uh, the remasters and things they've been doing because I'm getting the age where they're remastering all the titles I grew up with. Because there's no way they're going to release something that looks like that now, right? Yeah. Uh, and so I'm getting some pretty cool stuff that for me, that it's one of those things where I told you, for my generation, we're like, dude, this game is awesome. This game is awesome. And there's probably some of those that for you guys are just like, that's the stupidest, ugliest looking game I've ever seen. You don't realize that when we were playing it at the time, the graphics were perfect. Everything was great. Uh, and they just somehow suck, became to suck over time. So that's enough. This is uh, Diablo 2 Resurrected. All right. Ah, spider. <laughs> Evil has survived. A dark figure wanders in the east. He must be stopped. At all costs. Looks a lot better. Just a wee bit better. <laughs> I know. Actually, 
Maybe it was uh maybe, maybe it was H1Z1 who finally got those fire drops. This may be our darkest hour, but it will be your greatest moment. So pre-order now. Uh, so this is it's it's yeah. It says it's two games in one. So it has the uh, Diablo two uh, experience featuring remastered versions of Diablo two, the Lord of Destruction expansion, and countless hours. Uh, you know, of the game. So I guess it has. They're remastering the expansion and the base game, from what I can tell. So pretty cool. It, not that this is about that, but uh, talking about games that we had played, and this is one that they announced here at E three. Cool. So coming yes, out we, September. Our, uh, excited was on our list to play uh big woody sauce hitting us up with 31 months brian 31 months of a oh, wow. subscription thank you very much uh raw sauce it is uh greatly appreciated hope you're uh hope you're doing well um yes so that's what we're playing then that's some uh that's some news um let's see what else do we have going on here brian um well We've got a lot of stuff about a Windows 11. I don't know, and a lot of things pertaining to gaming and that. I don't know if that's you want to jump to that. Yeah, let's or... go into that. That's kind of a that's kind of a new uh, a new thing. Windows 11. Yeah, there's I well, it, I've been saving a few stories because I've been waiting for more information to come out about it, rather than just saying, "Hey, they set a kill date for Windows 10," you know, and then Windows 11 is going to be coming in. So they've officially set that uh, October of 2025, Windows 10. Uh, home and pro support ends so you know we'll be out of it and onto windows 11 by then which i thought this was supposed to be the last version of windows wasn't it windows 10 was that's what <laughs> we were told. i thought when they moved to this they says the last version of windows but i guess the last version of windows that you pay for but i still see people paying for windows you'll for some to, reason i don't know why they just don't give for, it away you'll have to pay for windows 11 it'll be a hundred dollars just like yeah but time. it just seems like it seems like here for windows 10 it's like they're the I don't remember buying very many licenses. It seems like they're kind of giving them away because yeah, of all the upgrade free upgrades. Anything you upgraded, give it free. So um, now there were some screenshots that leaked uh, within the last two weeks. You know, people saying it looks like a lot like uh, OS, uh, um, you know, the Mac interface, definitely. So I mean, if you look at the uh, the second article there that where it says the leak, there's some images that show what look like. A very different, you know, you can make a, a, a Linux machine look menu. like this. Yeah. Yep. Um, but this is the start menu. It seems like they're kind of unifying it and going towards what all the other um, platforms have been kind of moving to. You know, this is very much an, a Mac look, a Linux look. Uh, and now Microsoft, I think, is finally saying, all right, we give up. You know, let's go for more unified. Because I wonder if they eventually want to kind of merge everything to be to where they can kind of get out of this market. I've been saying that for a long time. I, I don't think they like being in the Windows desktop market. There's not the money anymore that they yeah. used to have. Uh, yeah, I, uh, and I mean, so it's not going anywhere. But 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 yeah. And so the people say, well, I'm, I remember all the people that said I'm going to stay stay on Windows Seven or I'm going to stay on Windows XP forever. And we've got yeah. some friends that are like that. Um, and uh, the, there's always things that aren't supported. One of the things that's not going to be supported is direct storage. That's going to be something that's only available uh, in Windows 11. So if people are looking to get that um, feature hardware feature. Of being able to get the, the much faster storage, uh, they're going to have to 
they're going to have to go to Windows 11. And that's with the new SSDs. Um, you know, that's, that's those little NVMe SSD cards. You know, and it's something that makes those, takes a full advantage of the, of the speed capabilities of those. So that's just an example. Because I believe, I believe with direct storage, it, it, it allows the, I believe it allows the GPU to directly access part of your a- system directly memory. access memory instead of right now yes. for your GPU to access memory it goes from memory or, or not memory from from storage to CPU to GPU your CPU is your middleman direct storage will mm-hmm. allow the storage to talk directly to the GPU I believe yep and so I think with this uh, you know this is something that gamers are going to want because as we saw what happened I mean look at what what, what Unreal Engine five was showing the size of assets that we're going to be dealing with uh storage speeds are going to have to go up that's memory that's disk storage everything that is holding any of that data is going to have to improve so this is a big step towards getting to that next level of gaming that we're kind of getting hint at seeing as some of the unreal engine 5 things of just having ultra detailed worlds uh so they're going to have need because they're going to have giant files they need to be able to put them in memory and instantly access them not like what we're doing right now yeah, so uh, be another a much thing. Quicker process for that stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, also we have on here that they're saying that it's going to require TPM. It says Windows 11 demands TPM two. Um, yeah, you know, and that's of- that's with encryption. Uh, and so I don't. I was wondering, like, where are they going with this? Well, because so, it's not something they've really really well, pushed before. It, but it is. I mean, if you if you for example, if you run BitLocker on your computer right now, well, yeah, I mean. If, so take but, advantage of a lot of things you've had to have it, but they've never required yeah, anything hinting they're going to require it. No, but um, but in this case, if you're if you if you have a modern computer that you've purchased within the last probably seven or eight years, unless you've purchased a real bottom yeah. of the barrel machine, it likely has a TPM two chip. I see people posting, uh, you know, TPM uh, chips that plug into USB headers on computers. I don't think this is going to be an issue for most individuals but there's a lot of old machines yeah, that don't have a chip in there well then buy a new computer yeah. your machine is that and, old and then. i have like i have a tpm chip sitting around here that i or maybe i put it in here and just didn't configure it but um you know I, and i'm wondering how much of this is going to go towards locking down the operating system so they have the ability to actually do some extreme things to stop cheating and virus, you know, virus things taking over systems. I think if they can get it to where they can encrypt and really lock down part of the OS, you know, more sections of the OS, I, I have a feeling that maybe that's where this might be kind of leaning towards. Yeah, I, I just, there's a lot of hubbubaloo about this and, oh my God, what is this? Your computer has TPM 2.0. It's just likely off in your BIOS. And if it doesn't, I mean, yeah. literally AMD has supported this since the Bryzen 2000 series. I mean, these are, yep. th- which are, which are older chips. I mean, they've, they've got this. And if not, you can, there's firmware for some of these uh, motherboards and, and, and whatnot to, to, you know, support this and turn this on. So, mm-hmm. um, yep. yeah, that to me, this is just not a big deal. And again, this is what you want. I mean, yeah. D- uh, BitLocker yep. and encryption is, 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 is the future with this stuff, with our, with your data constantly being under attack. Um, this could yeah. stop a vector point for lots of uh, bad actors. Yep. And another thing that is interesting is they're going to allow Android app support now. 
Yes. In Windows, which there's, you can get virtualization machines, emulators, uh, like that BlueStacks or whatever it is. Blue remember correctly? That thing popular. just is, is been so buggy. And so yes. um, I, I just find it's not worth being on my computer because it just feels like malware, even though, you know, so many people use it. But just when I run it, it just feels like the worst thing. Uh, and the thing is super slow. But uh, they'll be bringing in Android app support, which will be pretty cool. You know, a lot of people play mobile games. You'll be able to play it on your computer at work. You know exactly what your boss wants. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, they're turning on auto HDR, which is going to make a difference for so a lot of these really good uh, graphic video games. Um, so that's going to be a feature that will be on. And then also they're integrating the Game Pass into the operating system. Directly. So, yeah. So directly into the operating system. And, uh, and it, you know, because they're kind of getting rid of that Windows Store. I think they're just putting it where there's the Xbox app. You click it, and then right there, you can launch the Game Pass just like you do inside of the console. So uh, they're really, you know, showing that they're not giving up on PC gaming. Because there was a number of years where I remember people saying, oh, you know, PC gaming is going to die. Consoles are going to, you know, everybody just goes to consoles. And we've been seeing the opposite. And people are coming back to PC or consoles are becoming more like PC, which I think Microsoft's been doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think, you know, we'll see the PlayStation eventually follow suit. Well, Microsoft really doubling down on their support for the for, for their Game Pass um, yep. with it being embedded directly into the operating system. They they have made a total... They haven't just made the commitment, Brian. They've put the words into yep. actions, at least it looks like that, with Game Pass and some of that stuff. I mean, they're, they're going balls to the wall with it, um, which is good. Yep. I mean, this is what I think you'd want to see if you're a game pass subscriber, it's going to make this, it's going to make it as seamless as using steam practically. Yep. And that's, how do you compete with steam? You make, make it, it to where it's more convenient. Yes. And very cheap. You know, pay, a, is, pay a fee and how most of the games that you're going to buy day one on steam. Okay. Let's talk about that really quick. Perfect. The perfect entry into this square Enix. Uh, they made a statement that outriders, their launch was on game pass paid off. They said they had very high, uh, digital sales ratio in it and the active active users from uh that game pass launch beat their expectations so things like so this even though happening it was free they're saying it paid off well there's got to be some sort of things you do inside there to make some sort of money gotcha. know, that they there's got to be something you pay in there either whether it's a, maybe they have a season pass i haven't really played it yet i did download it um i was going to check it out uh, i did get the new i think i told you i did get the new xbox got it all yeah. installed feels like the old xbox so i'm waiting i was specifically looking for a game that was optimized for the xbox everything i've been playing lately is not optimized for the new xbox so i don't see any advantage so i was going to try outriders to see um how it was uh, according to this you know it uses all the new stuff during the first 30 days between april 1st and may 1st they had 3.5 million unique players according to internal Hmm. data from the publisher um which is a lot i would assume they probably wouldn't have sold 3.5 million copies of the game um so and again not not all of these players were game pass players yeah um but there you go but still uh i'll i'll check it out it looks like an interesting game they did state that they think that this is on track to become one of their next major franchises so just give you a hint their their sales and everything is looking at this is going to be one of their ongoing games that they support so and that's always something i like to hear because you know you get really invested in a one-off game you know you play it for a couple years uh oh sniper elite that my wife plays perfect example they keep saying they're going to put out an update patches fixes anything they said that a new version's coming out they were supposed to be before uh covid and everything happened 
you know, you get invested in something and you're like, okay, you don't want to be on the one that, that gets dropped and you're sitting there just playing a game that nobody plays anymore. So, yeah. Well, um, but yeah, the, so uh, that's a lot of Microsoft, a lot of Microsoft news. Now, well, on the fl- Sony, on the other hand. Yes. Flip side <laughs> of that. Sony just constantly, you know, in a pool of their own despair. Um, Sony now saying, and even the CEO coming out and saying that crossplay is the future. Yep. Don't know what rock Sony That's has been new. living under, um, but now, um, like, and a lot of these documents and whatnot came out with court filings between Apple and Epic. Some of the uh, deals that Epic was working on with Sony were found during discovery of that that lawsuit, which, by the way, is still looming. Um, but the C- CEO of PlayStation now says a number of titles will support crossplay and it will continue to grow. At this point, Sony really just trying to scratch towards anything yeah. as they have been. I mean, you talk about and a lot of this just, came out of that trial. Uh, that's the reason yeah. that they're because they statements and documents, and internal emails came out during the Epic slash uh, Apple trial. And now all of a sudden they're like, oh, oh, yeah, we, we, we love crossplay. They hate crossplay. They don't like supporting it. They don't want anybody uh, knowing that they're, it's like. It's like they're kind of like uh, North Korea. They're the North Korea of, of consoles because they're like, we don't want anyone who's using our console to know that there's other other things happening outside of this console. And that feels like I that's mean, how their response to this has been. I mean, that's fine, but they're just, I mean, there's there's just really going to be nothing left for Sony very shortly. Crossplay might be, a, yeah. again, a little bit of a kind of a last, last ditch effort to try to do something. But to me, it just yeah. seems, you know, obviously things can change, but it seems to me at this point, it's kind of, you know, KO Microsoft just knocking yep. out Sony in this and this just completely. I, mean, I, just, I don't see how they can recover. Yeah, and and this has been. I mean, I just don't know that they're creative enough to change. That's one thing that it's kind of like Nintendo. Nintendo, one of the they they do kind of crazy things, but they will never push it far enough. You know, they'll make an underpowered Wii and then they make an underpowered Wii U. Uh, this one, you know, they they released the this lightweight console and that thing is as close as they've come to really being anything modern. Uh, and I think that Sony has been kind of the same way to where it's just, you know, they, they don't want to accept the new changing things of everybody wants to play with their friends, regardless of what, whether they're on a, I mean, look at Fortnite, but they're on a mobile device. They're on a, on a console or on a PC. Yeah. Or $15,000 computer. It's, it doesn't, it yep. doesn't matter. But again, at this point, I think this, the, the, the ship has sailed with Sony, Microsoft, over probably the a five or five or ten year, well, probably more like a five year plan of Microsoft has really just kind of carved out their yeah. sheer and complete dominance in this market. Um, yep, I, I don't know what I mean. Crossplay is not going to save Sony. They're they're done. Nope. I'm not saying they're going to cease to exist, but in terms of the big back and forth. You know, the two Goliath, Sony and Microsoft, you know, punching yep. it out each year for consoles. I just don't think it's going to happen anymore. I think Microsoft is with their acquisition, really with their acquisition of Bethesda. It really just kind of put the nail in that coffin um, for, for, for Sony. And, well, and, and that's the same stuff. thing that happened years ago with uh, Taco Bell and Taco Time. Remember, like back when yeah, I was uh, in, back when I was young, Taco Bell and Taco Time were about equal as far as the number of them the popularity it was a 50 50 thing and then there was a movie that came out and they featured taco bell in the future and uh in that for some reason that movie got people to like taco bell a lot more 
and they kind of modernized their image and started really moving forward. And now how many people really know about taco time barely exists because of those little decisions back then and happened to getting, you know, getting it in a film that then put their franchise to the top. And I think that Sony is kind of in that same position where Microsoft has just happened to grab the right thing. That's just propelling them kind of like Epic did with Fortnite. You know, they got this thing that happened to happen to get and bam, they're gone. And Sony's left behind right now. They are. Um, Lucky Wolf says, wasn't Sony winning the console sales? Yeah, on launch, that they, they were. Um, and I think a lot of that was due to stock. It seemed that the PlayStation they had was, a more, stock than- was more readily available. Um, but I just, I think long, I think over the next three to five years, you will just see... Um, I just I don't think you'll be so I don't think so unless Sony just has a couple of blockbuster IPs that are in-house studios unless they get lucky with three or four of these kind of you know blockbuster game changing or uh, you know series I just don't know how they're going to compete with all that Microsoft has to offer I just oh, I, yeah. I, I don't know how I don't know how they're going to compete with Game Pass I don't know how they're going to p- compete with Bethesda. I don't know how they're going to compete with the Windows 10, um, the Windows 11 support of Game Pass being built right in. I don't even think Microsoft. I don't think Microsoft has to even win console sales yeah. to be the dominant player. I think the PC yeah. gaming market exploding the way it is, and people purchasing Game Pass for the PC. I don't even think Microsoft, frankly, cares what how many consoles they sell. They don't need to. They don't yep. need to. They, they yep. don't, they, I, uh, they've moved the to a subscription service. Game Pass. How much do they cost? Sub, no, I'm looking for numbers. Uh, oh, how many they have? Yeah, I'd be curious to see how many. Uh, uh, here's an article from. Oh, this is old. Um, the 23 million subscribers. Oh, okay. Right yeah, I have uh, that's 15 a, that's million. A, that was of April 21st. Okay. 23 million right now. Okay. Yeah. 23 million subscribers in Game Pass. Uh, and that is, let's see, and Game Pass price is, so that's $23 million, uh, that's what, and they cost you... Or average out to $10. $10 a month, let's say, right? Yeah. yeah. So $10 a month, I mean, that is more than they would be making selling consoles. Because they don't make because money Because this is gone going. They lose money. Yeah, once money. they sold the first time, they lose yeah. money on the hardware, and they're yes. hoping for making money on the games. Now they don't have to bother with designing hardware. They don't have to do all this other crap. They just release the games that people want. They become a a really actually a publisher in an online provider of games. They become a steam really, but a subscription like a Netflix. Yeah. I mean that it's the perfect thing for them because they don't have to. I mean, look at the issues that we ran into COVID totally just blew their sales apart. Uh, And then you have all the market shortages of chips and, uh, materials, supply chain. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, even minerals and, and metals and things that they need to be able to make all these things, they can't get anymore. So the prices fluctuate and they're already losing money on these things. It was a losing market. The, the console market right now is a losing market because there's no way people expect a new phone every year. How in the world are you going to expect them now after they've experienced that to be with a console for three to six to seven years? Uh, I, they're not. This is not going to happen uh, anymore. Let me restate what we said. I they're mean, it's all related. Lo- it's, it's just. It's, well, yeah. yeah, but let's restate this. They're not losing money on the consoles. They're making a very, very slim margin on the direct console sales itself. That's why the, so the hardware, the hardware, the hardware. So between yeah. Xbox Live, 
Game Pass and all these other services. I mean, Microsoft is pulling down millions. I mean, you, it, just on Game Pass, you could be looking at them pulling down a quarter billion dollars a year yeah. in in just that. Quarter billion dollars but a year if, in just Game Pass. Yeah. And then the, and there's all whatever else they sell. I mean, then there's all of the extra sales. So when they have games come off of Game Pass, they offer a sale on that game. If people want to continue playing it, if it's something they got people hooked onto, they're then going to all buy that game while it goes off. Sometimes it goes off for a year and then it comes back. Well, then you already own a copy of it. Like it, it's just for them, it's it works out perfectly. Plus all the sales that they're doing, uh, tacking on money for every sale of whatever game they're selling you know, internal microtransaction just there's so many things this is just i think they're getting to the point where they've figured out the market uh and now they're starting to run with it and i think that we're going to see playstation as you know really lag on this one yeah the, br- so the xbox brand in. when i say xbox i'm not talking about the physical console but the xbox brand i don't think has ever been stronger no i don't think so either i that so. right now there's nothing that i see that could really make make that change in the near future and that's being strong it would take a lot to be able to bring them down to the point where it would be okay playstation's gonna compete again yeah um let's uh brian let's get to our first game update if you don't uh mind let's take a look at let's take a look at this uh let's take a look at this rust video there's some pretty interesting things in here this is from our friend shadow frax one of them has to do with a train which I know the uh, Rust folks are a big fan of. So let's take a look at this uh, Rust video. We'll discuss and wrap up the show right after this. Greetings, survivors and friends. Dr. Shadowfrax here with your weekly appointment, bringing you up to scratch with the bleeding edge of Rust development. A couple of days ago, I brought you an exclusive thorough examination of all the items coming in next month's DLC, whatever it ends up being called. And if you haven't watched that yet... Shame on you. Go and do so straight away, because I'm not going to repeat myself. Basically, it'll include a whole Radio Shack's worth of equipment tied together by an audio theme, including cassettes, recorders, boomboxes, internet radio functionality, voicemail, megaphones, mobile phones, dances, and everything you need to run a low-budget disco. It'll be a paid DLC, but the price and final name of the project is still subject to change, as are the exact crafting costs and any other bugs slash features that the team deems to be too much fun, so don't take anything as final yet. A feature that I hope won't be nuked is the ability to stick cassette recorders to the dashboards of vehicles, because why on earth would you get rid of that? After extensive testing with my audience on Twitch earlier in the week, we also decided on a few missing features that need adding, such as being able to put cassettes into mailboxes, a sliant mode for mobile phones, and attaching a speaker to an auto turret, then putting a cassette in the ammo slot. All of the DLC is currently live for crafting and testing on the main staging branch until its release on July the 1st, when it'll become paid for. And there have been a few more commits to polish things up recently, including a new large tiles disco floor, which looks like this and can currently only be spawned with spawn-discofloor.largetiles.deployed. For more information, please watch my last video and sub to the channel here to stay up to date with anything else that happens in other news. A lot of work's going on to rejig the wounding and healing mechanics on a separate branch, and whilst nothing is final, I'll give a brief summary for you of the major changes so far. First of all, as mentioned last week, there'll be two wounded states in future, the usual lying on the ground like an idiot and being unable to move one, and a chance to end up in a new crawling wounded state, so 
you can shuffle into a bush to die and keep the island a nice tidy place. Not only, but also there are changes to recovery coming. Your chances of getting back up again will depend on your water and food levels, but in addition, if you happen to have a large medkit in your belt bar, the chance of recovery becomes 100%. The medkit's then used up. Unless it turns out that you would have recovered without it, in which case you get to keep it. Something else that's pretty huge is that an old feature, being able to revive players with a syringe, which was removed all the way back in 2016, is now making a return. It seems like at the moment it will take just over 5 seconds to complete this action, but this is all deep in development and subject to change. Like everything else. I wonder if we'll get screams back. Hmm. Leave me your thoughts on this in the comments down below. In other news this week, there was a fix for not being able to mount minicopters sometimes, a new admin command, player gesture radius to make all players in a radius of you gesture. It also works with multiple gestures for randomness sake, and I'll put the syntax for this in the description for you. And hitches and troughs can now be placed down narrow triangle passages. Oh, that's nice, but what if you're claustrophobic? Oh, hi, Grammar Horse. You got better. Yes, well, thanks to some emails I received, my recovery chances went up to 100%. I'm glad to hear that. We should celebrate. Absolutely. In fact, I think we should do so with one of these. Oh, a champagne bloomer. Really pulling out the stops, eh? Yes, I like the fact that the initial massive champagne-coloured explosion is followed by smaller orange star busserts. <laughs> Don't you? You took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> Get low when they catch the spelling. Ah. <laughs> in works in progress. Work still happening to add some new bunker type entrances for the train tunnels. It looks like these will glow at night too. And here's the first shot we have of the new signals. Here shown at a station oh, yeah. and acting to give advanced warning of visitors. Plenty of commits for the submarine branch and associated underwater overhaul. I wouldn't hold your breath for it though. I think this is going to take a while to surface. The underwater labs I mentioned last week are getting much love too. Unlike other monuments, they're going to be handled procedurally, and it seems that docking with the submarine is going to be accomplished via a moon pool. Not guaranteed to turn you into a mermaid, though. Also, intriguingly, in the commits concerning ongoing AI work, I noticed that certain things are afoot involving AI at the airfield and train yard, including a tower patrol path and spawners. Spawners for what? Scientists or something else? I'll bring you more on this as soon as I get it. Leave a like if you appreciated this week's vid, sub to the channel, join me on Twitch for streams, Twitter, Facebook, Discord and my Steam group to stay up to date with my content, and support the channel by becoming a patron or by grabbing some merch on Teespring. I shall catch you all soon, but in the meantime, keep calm and stay rusty. Cheerio. Alright, thank you Shadowfrax for that update. Some cool stuff coming to Rust. Um, now, one other thing that they're going to be adding is that, uh, you know, the NVIDIA DLSS, that's a deep learning super sampling. Yes. That's going to be added to Rust July 1st. Oh, very, so okay. that so really tomorrow. helps reduce system latency and very, everything. Um, so, well, yeah, like a, there, a couple days. Yeah. Uh, and so that's going to be something. DL, the Doom Eternal. Now, are you playing on PC? Did you yes. say? Or console? Yep. PC. Doom Eternal will get the DLS support when the ray tracing update drops June 29th. Oh, so today, oh, yeah. that'll be, uh, uh, that'll be Do great. With, Doom Eternal got their DLSS support. I uh, can't wait for my uh, ray tracing on my uh, GTX 1070. Yeah, yeah it's going to look great. <laughs> well, no, this is I, is, I don't know. Is this only available? Is this it deep is. level super yeah. sampling only it's available? Hard. That Yeah. I know. I, eventually, I get a fear. 
I, I don't want to buy a new video card yet. That's the problem. You can't, I'm you waiting. Can't Cards buy are you, no, 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 still you ridiculous. Can't, there's no, I can't, I don't want to. You can't. <laughs> they, they don't well, exist. Yeah. <laughs> um, they, they don't exist. So, uh, hey, uh, thank you. Wow, look at this. UGX Vibe hitting us up with the 41-month tier one subscription. Nice. He said sub bros. I'm thinking he meant to say sub bros. Not positive. Either way, hello, uh UGX vibe. Hope you're doing well. Thank you for the the subscription. Um, Brian, let's talk about Zero for a, a minute here. Yes. We showed some exclusive screenshots and videos last week, thanks to uh, Josh and his team for getting us in there a little bit early. But the update is officially no. out. With this update, yes, is free to play. It's not. There's a process for free-to-play on Steam that they're going through right now, so the game is currently 90% off. It's $2 if you're really itching to get in and can't wait for free-to-play. But just going over a couple of the features, and and we've talked about it a little bit, so I don't want to lament on it for for too crazy long. But base building is going to be in there. We talked about that last week. We looked at uh, some of Brian's, a little bit of the base that Brian was working base on. Building. Yep. Um, there's a new, uh, the, the new map uh, has been expanded. You can see that you, that's what the in-game map uh, looks like. So you can, you can check that out. Um, also character customization showed that last week, total complete yep. character customization. There's now a mission system. Um, there's a season pass system now, which um, they've raised is, the number of players, right? Did you mention that that now it supports forty players on a server? On a you server. know, this is something that as they optimize it more and more, you know, they're raising that number. But right now, it's forty players. Okay, so I d- didn't know that. Um, so that's good. Season pass again. Them supplementing the game to being free to play, um, and the whole bunch of other new features. We've talked about a lot of yep. them in preparation of this, but that update is now out. Is now live. And the game should be free to play here soon, TM. They said that they are currently waiting for Steam to enable the free-to-play ability. Um, So hopefully just a couple more days on that, and the game will be completely free. Recent reviews, mostly positive. So, Well, good. I think that, you know, this is a tough genre to be in right now because there's... The competition in this is AAA studios and then some, you know, then indie devs. And there's not the middle ground as much anymore. Uh, but it's a perfect place for people that are willing to get their game out there and get people playing it to be discovered. Uh, because right now, the even the AAA games that are out there right now that are this style aren't really all that good. I mean, there's Rust, which is good, but that's a certain taste for a certain type of person. Uh, you know, and then there's still that H1Z1 itch that I think this scratches enough for a lot of those players. Yes, sir. So that update is now out. Hopefully you'll go check it out and support our friends over at Zira. Um, I got one more thing I just want to mention yeah, this on the way out. Uh, so there was a survival game that's free right now that was created by students that's being released. And I just thought, you know, people are interested in checking it out. Okay. Um, it's called Arid. A-R-I-D. It's on Steam. I'll put a link in. Uh, I'll put a link that you can go check out. But it's it's a game made by students, very positive ratings. It's done by Breda, B-R-E-D-A, University of Applied Sciences. Okay. So uh, this is a game. People can go check it out. It's a survival game right down our genre. It's free to play, completely free. So there's no microtransactions. You, imagine that, a game you just go in and play for what it is. 
So, What's the, I mean, look, looks like they did a pretty good job. What what is the what, any idea? What is the premise of it or or, or whatnot? What is it? Like? All right, so it's arid is a gritty explorer's exploration survival experience that challenges players in surviving the most arid place in the world by using your skills and adaptation. You must face the loneliness and the extreme temperatures and mystery, mysteries of the Atacama Desert. So that's kind of the story behind it. Single and they just released uh, this update was Moon Valley. Uh, yes, this is a single player game, and it's free. Yeah, totally, hundred percent free. Oh, well, then, damn. Okay, I'll download. Yeah, it and so check I mean, it out. and they're, and they're still maintaining it. I bet you. Imagine a college that does this, where they have like a uh, their their programming department that just maintains. You know, students are coming and going, but they're maintaining a game over time and learning how to do it in industry. Because this is something that's hard to teach. This is stuff you either get into a company and then they've done it. You know, they have people to do it. Uh, but this is a way that you're teaching those people that are looking to become game developers the actual what happens, how to roll out an update, you know, how to to do all these things, how, and then they're improving the game. It just it it sounds like what more colleges should be doing. Like come up with a concept, keep a you know BS out of it, make a this is a classic example of this game, you know, for the students. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can't beat the price. I mean, it looks good. It looks cool. Yeah. And again, if it sucks, getting your money back is uh, not really a problem. So completely free. So it's arid. Yeah. Made on, uh, made on, was the Unreal Engine look like? Unreal Engine. Yep. And we'll have a link in our show notes to that. The game came out today. Um, was its oh, 1.0 yep. release. Um, so hopefully you can check that out. We'll put a link in our show notes on our website. That's at Infection Podcast dot com um before we get out of here brian is there anything else um that uh that, that no we i think need to cover i think that pretty out? much i think that pretty much covers it like we um, there's other stuff we'll cover next week there's uh just you know we'll be t- covering some of the breaches that have happened recently talking about those um talking about some other games that have been announced they're going to be coming out over this year or towards right at the beginning of next year um, and then some other things with steam and China, all your favorite okay. topics. Well then if, you, if we've got time, I just want to, cause I, I want to get some yeah. of the, uh, some of the E3 stuff out of the way here. Oh yeah. Before um, they're too old. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's take a look at this far cry six, uh, season pass trailer. This was announced at E3 a couple weeks ago. It's been in our show. So you just haven't had a chance to get around to it. It's a quick video. We'll take a look and then we'll wrap up the show right after this. Who's watching? My, my, what a happy fellow. <laughs> RJ, tell your mother and sister to... You are alive. That is all that matters. What the fuck? <laughs> Peekaboo, motherfucker. Where the fuck am I? I, too, am a king who isn't afraid to slaughter to get what he wants. Is this a test? A dream? An opportunity? Then I will not waste it. Beyond salvation. Can I have a 
These side games they put in this are always ridiculous. Yeah, they are. <laughs> All right, so uh, that will be available yep. um, October 7th. Um, the yep. gold edition of the game with the season pass. So if you're a Far Cry fan, check it out. Yeah, so that should be that should be interesting. Uh, actually, there's one more thing I want to talk about just so that we didn't have to carry it over. Uh, there's a vulnerability. You know those WD Live Book or My Books, the Western Digital My Books. Mm-hmm. They have the kind of the rounded end on yeah. them. They look like a book. Uh, they're having an issue with those. They said you might want to disconnect them. Um, from the web because of that WD My Book Live, uh, their p- malware is getting in there, and their lo- people are losing all their data. Oh, that's so, exciting! Uh, that people in there and they're remotely wiping these drives, and so with, they're doing factory resets. And if they, there's ways for them to wipe these to where you're not getting the data back, and if this is your backup driver, you're storing photos, all kinds of stuff on here. Uh, just be careful. Um, it, it's just this is happening to a lot of people because these are on the web. There's a vulnerability, and then they're able to remotely do commands. Yeah, and um, they're aware of this. And uh, the last firmware update for these devices was in 2015. So hopefully, they're now that they're aware of it. Hopefully, they'll release an emergency update. But if nevertheless, just get this thing yeah. off the public internet for the time being, so you don't lose all your yep. uh, lose all your stuff. Yes, so I just thought I would mention that. Uh, this may be something where you know ISPs go in and block a port temporarily internally in the United States. There's things like that do happen, but it depends how big this is and if there's government stuff or who knows, you know, stuff that they're really worried about. But something, if you're concerned about your own things, there's companies where they sit there and scan for these ports. Uh, there's there's already indexes where all they have to do is go to a page and say, show me all the WD My Books that are uh, public, you know, on the internet connected because uh, they do port scans. And then they can find these. So I definitely would encourage people to disconnect them or turn off that feature. I think that's it. That's all. All right. All it for extras. Um, Well, where can people find you on the internet, Brian? Well, if you want to find me, uh, find me at Brian Aldridge on Gab and Parler, or you can go to my blog, biteoftech.com. Also, if you go to our website, infectionpodcast.com, one thing I encourage you to do is just go and join our server on Discord. It's the primary way, regardless of where we are streaming, uh, that we communicate. Also, we have our Steam group to get notifications of the live show. Uh, if you want to watch the pre and post shows that, that we've done, we have some of those uploaded on our podcast extras channel. Uh, and that's run by Judd. We also have our video forms of the podcast and get those through Twitch, YouTube, BitChute, and DLive. Um, if you want to get the audio only forms, lower right hand side, click that for your particular platform you want to listen to. And then also you can click on any particular episode and there's a player in there for video and audio. And you can click on the links for whether it's a video we were watching live on the show or uh, an article that we're referring to. All of those are there in the show notes. If you want to support us, you can go to infectionpodcast.com forward slash support or go to subscribe star. We have on there uh, Amazon, uh, Humble Bundle, a lot of links there that you can click to get uh, get to support us. And then the Prime Gaming Sound, as you heard here throughout the show. Yes, and I want to thank uh, Jandaman. Uh, Big Woody Sauce and UGX Vibe all for hitting us up with subscriptions or resubscriptions here throughout the program. It is greatly appreciated, guys. Thank you so much. Again, no packs this year, but PAX 2022, nope. we are ready to rock and roll out in uh, Seattle, Washington for that. So stay tuned. Yes. 
Um, Brian, yes. as always, a pleasure. Thank you very much. Appreciate yep, thank it. You. And uh, we will have our uh, full, you know, not our full details, but the, the, the preliminary details for a Vegas trip that, uh, that we'll be uh, taking uh, around Labor Day. And uh, anybody, of course, welcome to that and uh, come out and hang out. We'll, uh, we'll be out there for a couple of days. We'll have the full details on that coming up next week on the program. Alrighty, folks, that is going to do it. Of course, as Brian said, you can visit our website. It is infectionpodcast.com. My name is Nick Craig. You can uh, listen to me on the radio coming up here in just about, wow, 10 hours. Look at that. Wonderful. NickCraig.com. You can get the information for that. If you missed any portion of the show or want to check out some pictures, any maybe some videos that we showed, you can do that on our website. That's infectionpodcast.com. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Have a great week. We'll see you next time.